0: What is going on, BW Sports 1 World? It is your boy, the Lion. And that guy over there is the one. And this is the Dukes of football, folks. Every Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, right here on the BW Sports 1 and Black & White Sports page. Damon, what's going on, man? Oh, hold on here. I will let you continue doing your diligent. Okay. Go
1: ahead. I timed it right, bro. I was ready. I hit send. And And you was coming right at me, and I was coming in. What is the good word, everybody? What is happening, bro?
0: I'm looking forward to tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. Before
0: tonight happens... We got to do a little paying of the bills real quick here. Rockstar Realty. That's right. 317-503-8322. Buying or selling a home. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. That's right. Driving for Dyslexia. If you want to help a good charity, a good fund out to get resources for teachers and people with uh, kids to help kids with dyslexia, Driving for Dyslexia is where you want to go. 317-643-1105 today. If you Want to look elite like this body, you know, beastie boys beasting out. I'm staying elite. Check out Elite Performance. That's right on the south side, 765 499 1005. And if you want to get your eyesight right, functionality, depth perception, reaction time, Aries Academy is where to go. Aries Academy and Aries Sports Vision Training. www.ares com
1: Hey, bro. Checks. With I am going to tell you this. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I can see your work in progress. I can see the skinniness coming back in your face. You know what I mean? Your you little neck. If net, I shave this,
0: net. man, I might. I might only have one and a half chins.
1: One and so, a half chins. There's hey. still,
0: a second one dingling.
1: <laughs> no, I think you're doing a great job. I, absolutely. Want to applaud you and Zach for all his great work over an elite performance. Get elite. Now. <laughs> that, yes, Steven. Steve. Yes. I, I heard it too. <laughs> Sh-
0: Shut up, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: All right. Without do further
0: it. ado, the guy's waiting on us. He's looking at us in the waiting room like, guys, did you forget about me? I mean, come, come on. I got a baby that's down. I can't be that loud, but you know what? We're gonna welcome him right now. It is 1070. The fans own Kevin's corner. Kevin Bowen. What is going on, my man?
2: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on again.
0: Hey, not a problem. Thanks for ha- thanks for having us or having to embrace us with your presence tonight. I'll get it out, Damon. I'll get it out. <laughs> We're not your normal people. It's okay. He wears, I mean he he's like the, stayed suit. In the
2: waiting room and l- yeah. listen to you guys for the next 30, 40 minutes.
0: See, he's like the, he's like this. You have, you know, the suit, Kevin, I should say, during the day. And then boom, he comes out here and all hell breaks loose. Watch out, world. Kevin
1: Bowen. That's, that's the uh, less than a year old Kevin there.
2: <laughs> that's 100%. <what> <laughs> Damon certainly knows full well, he <laughs> yeah. Might be we a bit older, but he remembers those days,
1: yeah. I remember that, yes. I've got a 23 year old and a nine year old, so
0: <laughs> and then the 16 in the middle,
1: yeah. She's she's just fine, yeah. This, them <laughs> yeah. two that I'm worried about, <laughs> no, but um, hey man, we appreciate you coming on. So, obviously, you're 1070 to fans, or you're a local guy. We're going to get to all your contacts and things that you really follow and stuff like that. So I know we got a good show breakdown for you. i going to pick your brain on a couple of things. And I know we got some Colts fan that is dying to hear some uh, conversations about the Colts and their new quarterback, Winston, and, you know, things of that nature. <laughs> but <laughs> We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so, but since we are talking about football, Let's go ahead and start right off. You know, um, I know we wanted to talk about the awards last week, but we didn't get a chance to because the Super Bowl was so uh, (laughs) Brady-tastic that we didn't get around (laughs) to it. But uh, let's talk about some of those awards, man. I guess we might as well go right at it. It Hit the conversation running. Uh, Defensive player of the year. (laughs) Defensive player of the year.
2: do Do
0: you agree with it, Kevin?
2: I do he's like, Ooh, um, I don't know. I know I I I, I do. I think TJ Watt had a pretty compelling case, to be honest with you, which just goes to show you the type of season that he had. But I think when you look at the dominance and the numbers that Aaron Donald puts up, I feel like we've like forgotten this now that he's this deep in his career career. He's an interior rusher. And like he puts up stats that the edge rushers don't even put up. And they are, you know, pro- predominantly on the field just to rush the passer. So Um, You know, considering the bullseye that's on his back, I probably think he's got, I would say, up front at least a little bit less talent than a guy like TJ Watt does. And again, Watt is, you know, pretty much rushing opposite right tackles as well, which, you know, maybe is a hair easier. Um, I don't know how you don't give it to Aaron Donald. He's probably the best defensive player, honestly, that I've seen in my lifetime.
0: Are we bringing up the TJ watch just because you know Damon's a Steelers fan? Are you trying to stay on his good side or something? I mean, what is this?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna look for the black and yellow in the background there. You know, it's, I don't it's know. It's there.
0: It's it's
1: down below. Oh, yeah, it okay. On
2: the table. Okay. <laughs> It depends on the angle. I'm not going to go
1: too elaborate on my little corner setup yet. Because once I boot my daughter out of her room, that is going to be the office slash studio. So then that was going to be all fabuloso.
0: See what you get to look forward to, Kevin?
1: Yeah,
2: boy, I can't wait for those conversations.
1: It's the fun of parenting. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) But um, I agree. I have my own heart, person, personal, you know, into this, you know, being a Steeler fan and loving J.J. White and what he does. You know, you can almost predict exactly when he is going to do something special on the field because he always does something special on the field at the moment that they need him to. So, but I thought the year, any other year, you know, he probably wins it. And you could have given, and I'll be honest, you could have picked either one of them. And I wouldn't have uh, gave you a real, real good argument against it. You know, what I mean, Aaron Donald does things that interior defenses doesn't do. Since you know, uh, Mike, Sing- not Mike Singletary. Um, who was the guy on in front of Singletary? I know it's a little young for you, Kevin. I'm talking today.
2: <laughs> Eighty-five Bears. Dent was Richard, it? Dent.
1: Richard, Richard Dent. Dent? Uh, yeah, was it Dent or the or Perry? Fridge.
0: No, Fridge was offense.
1: The refrigerator was not offense, bro. He
0: ran the ball
1: into he, the end one the time, he ran <laughs> one time. Into no, I think the you offensive were right. Player. <laughs> but you know, I mean, the, he hasn't had a, somebody stout like that up front. I mean, I guess you could say Warren Sapp, you know, I'm probably maybe the last person with that type of talent up front, you know. But uh, I mean, if they gave it to TJ, I wouldn't have argued against it. Richard Dent, thank you. <laughs>
2: I think one thing too with Donald we're starting to fall in the trap of like similar to LeBron and the MVP in the NBA we, we we can't get fatigue in the type of seasons Aaron Donald continues to put up just because you want to give the award to someone else doesn't mean they deserve it like again when Donald continues to do this year in and year out and the attention towards him only grows he deserves it and you know they got a good defense it's not like he's they were a bunch of all pros up front, though, and you know, everyone's single teamed and things like that. So, um, I, I do think while Watt had a great season and deserved to be a first team all pro and things like that, I don't think we can lose sight of just what Aaron Donald continues to do.
0: I can't disagree with that. Moving from the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball saw a running back get it this year, Mr. Derrick Henry. You guys are familiar being a Colts fan, you guys are familiar with him twice a year. Uh, Do you see any reason why he shouldn't have gotten the award?
2: I think he deserved it. Um, Just his ability to take over games. Like, I don't know if in modern day football we see that by a whole lot of running backs. And yet, uh, what he did late in the season as well, I mean, you know, it was up in the air if they were going to win that division. And they kind of had to hold on. And the Colts, you know, had a great final month of the season outside of that Pittsburgh game. Uh, Not to feed Damon's ego anymore, but. (laughs) Um, it is something to where what what, what Henry does and kind of wearing you down, you full, you know, full well, he's getting the football and his ability to only seemingly get better as the game moves along. And then in the month of December to carry the amount of workload he does so durable, continues to be very, very productive. I was glad that he won it. you know, sometimes we can get quarterback too heavy with that stuff. So I was glad he won it. Um, I got a quick Pittsburgh coach fact. Um, I like
1: to bring this fact up since my wife uh, decided to tell me and she shouldn't have never told me because I'm <laughs> never going to let it down that as long as we have been together, Pittsburgh has not lost to the Colts. So, I'm just going to put that out there. I think that
0: means, Kevin, if they do, there's a divorce on the file.
2: Or I I was going to say, a lot of Colts fans might be trying to make that happen a little (laughs) bit (laughs) quickly than you or her want it to happen. So, I don't (laughs) believe they're on the schedule next year, but, hey, come playoff time, you never know. Eh,
0: (laughs) One of those teams has a better shot of making the playoffs than the other. And I am sticking behind the hometown team on that one for next year.
1: Hey, you know what? You could could continue to doubt them, and they will continue to be where they need to be. We just need a quarterback.
0: We're not going to – I'm not going to spend – I am not, like Kevin said, I'm not going to amp your ego up anymore. About talking about Pittsburgh, any more than I have to tonight. So that, sir, will come next week after they say, okay, Big Ben's retiring. Anyway.
1: <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. I can take it. Ben is my favorite Steeler of all time. I'll say it, but it's okay. Wow. I'll give, yeah, he is. I don't. Wow.
0: Side note. Okay, Kevin, who's your favorite <laughs> Steeler of all time?
2: Boy. Um. Paul
0: I was kind of thinking that, you know, that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. I wouldn't I'm, say Terry Bradshaw.
2: I'm a big Notre Dame guy, so the bus obviously would be high there. But, uh, yeah, I just love the way Paul Amalu played the game. With his hair. A hundred percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to go with but, the, what you said on Jerome.
1: Yeah, but back on, back on topic, you know Dem- I mean? Derrick Henry was an absolute monster. And we hadn't seen a big back be as dominant as he was throughout the full season since um, Eddie George. You know, being a very tall back, be able to take those poundings and those hits. But I mean, at point at point, you get to get one of those hits because Eddie George met Ray Lewis and it's sitting to commentating and somewhere else, maybe training kids. I don't know, but it put him out the league. But Derek Henry is a different type of bat. You know what I mean? He's putting DBs out the league. You know, he's just running over them. And the best part about his game is, you know what Tennessee is going to do? You mm-hmm. know exactly what they're going to do. They're not gonna, they're not gonna disguise it. They're not gonna give you a twelve set or a thirteen set. No, they're gonna come out here. They're gonna give you a big lineup, a big line, and Derrick Henry the ball, I'm going to run it right here, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And that kind of dominates into the third, late third, and the fourth quarter is how Tennessee won games. I mean, you can be up 21 points on them, and it didn't matter because they was going to run Derrick Henry, and there was nothing you can do about it.
0: Yeah. Again, (laughs) I'm not disagreeing with that. I'll start the conversations. I like you guys ending it. This is lovely. <laughs> it's working out great. <laughs> next retarded. on hey, next on the list. Uh let's see. Offensive rookie of the year. And I see my opinion. I wholeheartedly agree with this pick. And Justin Herbert of Los Angeles uh, Chargers. Kevin.
2: Yeah, I don't want to sound too homerish. <clears throat> I thought Jonathan Taylor deserved it. Um I think winning matters uh, to a degree with some of these awards. It's probably more difficult for rookies uh, because I don't want to lose sight either of what Justin Jefferson did as a, a, as a rookie, and he deserves some mention with that as well. But there's just something to be said for at the running back position, the consistency that Jonathan Taylor had over the back half of the year. Now, again, he struggled early in the season, but the dude still finished third in the league in rushing. It's not like he you know, finished eighth or ninth. And if you look at – I think if you include the Buffalo playoff game, I want to say he finished the year with like seven or eight straight games of at least 70 rushing yards. I don't even think Derrick Henry did that this year. Like it just goes to show you that consistent, you know, upper-level production. I mean, you take 70 yards out of your running back every week in today's NFL. That is so rare. So that's why I thought Taylor – um, should have gotten a little bit more attention. I get it. Again, quarterbacks, we've fallen over, rightfully so, to a degree. So I understand Herbert. I understand Jefferson. But, man, I thought Jonathan Taylor, for a playoff team at that position, to provide that consistency, may, maybe a little bit more.
1: Now, I like it. I didn't even think about Jonathan Taylor and I thought it when they mentioned uh, offensive of rookie of the year because I was so on – Herbert, and I think I would have been on Burroughs more than Herbert if Mm -hmm. he didn't get hurt. You know what I mean? Because I think he was lighting up them same type of numbers. Yeah, they weren't winning, but, you know, hey, did Los Angeles make the playoffs? No. And Pittsburgh made the playoffs, correct?
0: And where are you going with
1: that? i was just going back to, you know, winning should count uh, in some of these awards
2: hey, but Aaron back, Donald's but, team made the playoffs Aaron Donald's <laughs> team made it further in the playoffs
1: just bring it back a little bit but <laughs> no um yeah but Jonathan Taylor man I don't know why I didn't think about him because he was a fabulous back and I thought he was great at Wisconsin I thought he'd be a good fit for the Colts, and he was just fortunate that um uh, the young man went down before him. I hate injuries on anybody, but it was a great opportunity for him. All he needed to do was get his NFL legs, and it was going to show. And you saw it because they—they they, he was a back that they could use all three downs. And that's what makes you a good quality back in the league, which kind of gives you a little bit of edge on your second contract.
0: Yep, this is true. And I like Jonathan Taylor myself because he was really good for my fantasy team this
2: year. <laughs>
1: Hey, I like Claypool, too, by the way.
2: Well, I love him, Claypool. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're talking to two golden domers here, buddy.
2: Love. You cannot teach that frame. That He just plays He plays the game physical.
0: Yeah. Sometimes he should just shut his mouth, though.
1: <laughs> That's that Notre Dame, and he don't know how. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know.
0: Someday. Don't plug that. Yeah. Now, we all know Damon loves the defensive rookie player of the year. It's from the school of Ohio. That's right, Ohio State Buckeye Chase Young, and I have absolutely no problem with this man getting Defensive Rookie Player of the Year.
1: I mean, who else was there?
0: (laughs) Uh, You had Jeremy Chin, maybe, but it wasn't even close.
2: Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I, this is kind of a no-brainer. I thought at times maybe Jeremy Chen, Julian Blackman for the Colts did have a nice run there for, for, for a little while. But no, 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 trust me. I'm not going there. Uh, J- Chase Young was the obvious choice. And, uh, you know, he even got his, you know, helped get his team into the playoffs. They can debate, obviously, how good the NFC East was. But uh, no, I, I, I thought this was something where the preseason hype carried into him deserving to be the NFL defensive player of the year I mean it was that
1: award was won immediately as soon as they tipped off or kicked off the very first game. <laughs> you know what I mean so I that was pretty obvious it's obvious that they were going to get that one but um on paper he had a hell of a year man I mean he anchored that defensive line that was already pretty good. You know right. what I mean? So I think the line allowed the secondary to come along towards the middle end, which allowed them to the office to figure out who the hell was going to be as a quarterback. And they had a run there at the end. And I mean, for a while, you know, you was arguing the Washington was actually playing good football. It wasn't that they was just fortunate to be leading the NFC terrible East. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were actually playing good football. So, I mean, yeah, and they beat the Steelers. You know, what I mean, <laughs> go figure.
2: All comes back to Damon Steelers Doesn't and it? Michigan.
0: Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, folks? That's the sound <laughs> of a balloon filling. All right, comeback player of the year. Now no I brainer. A lot of Pittsburgh fans were at first a little disgruntled. I didn't say you. I said a lot that were disgruntled, that Big Ben didn't get it, and Alex Smith did. But we all here, I believe, that we all say who won the award definitely deserved it, hands down. Am I? Do I have any disagreement on the board here today, fellas?
2: Nope. If you do, go watch the E60 on it. Yeah, <laughs> did yeah. you
0: see the? Did you see the? Um, what was it? The trophy that his wife made for him out of the brace that he had. That no, was, no, that's awesome! Oh, look at oh, that! It up. is awesome! Yeah, look it that is up.
1: awesome! Yeah. Hey, I saw the video of them with his kids right in front of the garage, mm-hmm. and I was looking at that leg and that brace, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "There's no way that this dude is going to play football." I mean, it's great that he got – they haven't uh, cut him or released him. They're going to bring him back. You know, it's sentiment of value. Hey, you did all this. You damn near died. You came back. You damn near died again, and you came back. Let's do it. Okay, minimum contract one day. Let's get the hell out of here. Then you end up starting the rest of the year. I mean, <laughs> as soon as he stepped on the field with a uniform on, he was hand down the player, the comeback player of the year for me for sure
0: agree that's great job ben
1: but you weren't it
0: (laughs) Well, that's that's great that we finally all agreed on one thing and that was the most important on this whole list obviously now coach (laughs) of the year before we get to the big old mvp coach of the year went to kevin stefanski of cleveland sean mcdermott was behind him by six votes and there was a couple others, you know. You had uh, Brian Flores, that Bruce, Bruce Arians, Ron Rivera, and Andy Reid on the list. To me, and I said it at the beginning of the season, and I will say it going into this season. I don't think that that was a bad award given because I can really see the depth in Cleveland finally coming around, and they will be a force in the AFC East.
2: North
1: Kevin.
0: North, sorry.
2: Um, yeah, I the AFC before,
0: people just com-
2: discombobulate me. <laughs> I thought Stefanski deserved it as well. You know, obviously we're going off the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Flores, I thought for a while, probably was right up there with them. Just a horrible end of the year, unfortunately. Who was
0: Adam Gase?
2: For- <laughs> 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 well, it depends who you're uh, who you're talking about. If they could have got the number one pick, Jets fans might have said, "Hell yeah, give Adam Gase the." Uh, coach of the year award but he somehow boxed that as well so uh yeah i i thought stefanski there's a lot of ego on that browns team as well mm-hmm. and for him to corral that and get them to play at that level and really the whole coaching staff you know with their COVID situation not to bring up playoff game but i guess i am um you know that's that's a, a, another reason why uh they uh they deserve that
1: Hey, i like the pick i thought the dude uh, managed a very uh, unsustainable organization this past. You know what I mean? They weren't very consistent. They weren't very loyal to their players. Uh, they have very good players, especially on the defensive side, for a couple years. And just this analytics of no football players coming in and running their organization, I think, set them further back and them not being uh, consistent with what they pick. You know what I mean? If you pick a guy number one, you need to give that guy more than a year to develop, unless he's an idiot, Johnny Manziel. But, you know, other than that, if you pick a guy number one, you need to develop that guy, Miami. I don't care what Deshaun Watson is. This is the guy you traded all those fucking pigs for, and you're just going to be like, okay, you know, <laughs> we bitched the, bitched the guy who he should have been playing and we're going to throw this dude in there not ready, and now we're going to get rid of him. But those are the things that the NFL does, and they shouldn't do those things, and that's why. That's why.
0: I don't that's, like why.
1: that's why.
0: That's <laughs> why. Now we hear.
1: here. I don't like it. All right. But I love it, and I don't like it. MVP. Because they're in the North.
0: Yeah, I know. MVP <laughs> of the year goes to none other than MVP himself, A.A. Ron. Rodgers from Green Bay. Again, there was a lot. I do not think Mahomes deserved it, although over Aaron Rodgers, I should say. Although he went, we were talking about, you know, wins mean something and matter. He did go to the Super Bowl. However, if you're looking at MVP, most valuable player on a team, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers with what he's had to work with over the past couple of years. Kevin, what do you think?
2: No complaints for me. Um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes, great season, but I don't think this is like, to use that analogy again, I don't think this is LeBron like, you know, we're overlooking just a normal Patrick Mahomes season. And even though it's normal for him, it's still out, you know, in a different world. Aaron Rodgers deserved it. Look at the skill town as well. Yeah, Devontae Adams, great player, but, you know, I don't even think he has what Mahomes has around him. So um, I thought this was. Kind of turned into a somewhat of a no-brainer late in the year. I
1: am going to disagree with everybody. And this is what
0: happens when he disagrees with us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back,
1: Damon. <laughs> yes, I'm back. That's why I why we're on the wrong side. <laughs> I am going to disagree with everybody. And I'm not going, and I'm going to disagree with you for a completely different person. I like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP-type quarterback. He had a great season. season. Patrick Mahomes was, you know what I mean, Patrick Mahomes. But you can't put that LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes type of expectancy every type year when he's only uh, – yeah, he's done it every year he's been in, but you've only won it one time. You know what I mean? You, you're When you put that LeBron James on it, that means you've done it over – and over, and over, and then you've gotten bored with it. They're still not bored with Patrick Mahomes. Who they're bored with is Tom Brady. That's who should have won MVP. And you argue the the fact that him and LeBron James should win MVP every year because you take Patrick, the most valuable player to a team. Tampa Bay, not made the playoffs since 20-something-something. New England has been in the playoffs since 2020-something-something. You take one off, they don't make the playoffs. You put him on, they win the freaking Super Bowl. Period. No offseason, no training camp, no preseason. Get on with a couple other old-ass dudes and go to the chip and win it over your young, great-held baby goat. Tom Brady... Go blue. He's out.
0: <laughs> that's the only reason, Kevin. You knew it was coming. That's the only reason he wanted to bring up Tom Brady, just so he could say those damn words at the end. Go blue.
2: But I, it's really – I was, I, I was surprised ahead. it took that long. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but if you really look at it, you know what I'm saying? I, How this you, is a regular, regular season award. And that's, I guess, for a whole different debate. Should we vote for the MVP in these awards? After the playoffs, would he get too playoff centric? Uh, you know, we always fall into the trap. of And I think we did this at the Super Bowl. Did Tom Brady have a really good Super Bowl? Yeah. Did he deserve to be the MVP of the Super Bowl? No. That defense was the MVP of that Super Bowl. So I, I, I think that's, again, what we fall into. Look, I, I'm the first person, just because I've lived in Indianapolis in this area my entire life, I've got a ton of respect, incredible respect for what Tom Brady has done as a winner but if we're going off regular season, I think Aaron Rodgers deserves it. The
0: man has spoken, Damon. And on that note, bill paying time. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite Performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes reality. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Dan, over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man, talk to sean at talk to tucker today 317-503-8322 and make sure you tell him the boys over at bwsports1.com sent you. all right bills have been paid it's time to talk colts with the colts man kevin bowen 1070 fan joins us back here again and we're getting in diving in to the indianapolis colts now I know you had Jason Easton on your show the other uh, yesterday, I believe, and you had Naeem Himes today, discussing. Now, I want to kind of go back because there's free agencies, and we've mentioned it earlier in the show. The great quarterback debacle that is Indianapolis. Kevin, what are your insight thoughts on the quarterback position? And for two, how did it feel with Jay, with with, with Easton talking about? a potential um, quarterback coming in and taking the, the starting role.
2: Hashtag yeah. Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Damon? I, did, I didn't guess that. Hashtag Jacoby. Um, no, a Jacoby recession should not be the starter in, <laughs> in, in 2021. But uh, I, I'm a very team draft, a quarterback. Um, that's something I've talked about A whole lot I just think when you're trying to sustain success for you know uh, a a long time um a decade whatever uh, the easiest way to do that is through the draft and I think when you look at the final four teams just in the AFC Lamar Jackson in Baltimore Josh Allen in Buffalo obviously Mahomes in Kansas City and then uh Baker Mayfield in Cleveland they've all been drafted in the last handful of years Uh, helps out your franchise on so many levels Certainly, they're great players and they've developed quickly, and not all rookie quarterbacks do that. But I also think, under Frank Reich's tutelage, that can happen here in Indianapolis while still maintaining a pretty good winning product. I mean, there's a lot of nice pieces around that quarterback. So um, that's where I kind of lie. The whole Jacob Eason thing, you know, to me, it's probably more of a backup. Um, and, I, and I understand that. Yeah, you drafted him in the fourth round, but this guy didn't dress for a single game last season. He really didn't practice all that much. I mean, Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Reset took the vast majority of practice reps. And you understand that, you know, with the pandemic taking out the preseason and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I'm very much team draft. Uh, having said that, you know, Carson Wentz is an extremely real possibility. And I think of the realistic quarterbacks, which is a phrase we got to keep in mind, Wentz of, of these guys probably makes the most sense just given the fact that Frank Reich has taken his own QBs before, and has had success with them again.
0: Hold on, Damon. Hold on, Damon. So, since we, as in Philadelphia Eagles um, over here, have taken half of your coaching staff, uh, what are we going to get in return for Carson Wentz? What, what, what's the Colts willing to give up for that quarterback?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, it doesn't sound like they want to part ways with that first-round pick, 21 overall. And so then what are you looking at? Multiple seconds and then a third or a fourth or something in that range? Are you looking at, you know, future picks? The Colts only have seven draft picks this year, which, you know, everyone might just say, oh, yeah, everyone has seven draft picks. But under Chris Bauer, the Colts usually have multiple draft picks in some round. So do they want to try and keep some of their draft capital for this year, maybe part ways of the 2022 pick, something like that? I think when you talk compensation, well, obviously the Eagles are curious about that. I almost think that's a tad overrated. And again, I'm speaking from a cult standpoint. When it comes down to this, Chris Bauer, the general manager, looks at Frank Reich in a room and says, do you believe in this guy or not? Mm-hmm. Like in a year two years, three years, if you make this trade, we aren't going to be arguing, man, he wasn't worth that extra fourth round pick. Or man, you really threw in a third rounder for him along with two seconds? No, we're going to be talking about did the player work out or not? Like, same thing with the Rams and the Stafford deal. Is that a huge trade package? Sure. If they go win a Super Bowl, no one's going to fault them at all. So I, I, I think that's what we get into at this quarterback spot. It's going to cost a whole lot no matter who you get. It, it comes out a point blank period. Is the dude going to succeed for you and reach an adequate level or not?
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be shy. You know, I think Jacoby got screwed in this whole deal. I mean, you didn't get an opportunity to do what you were brought over here to do. Yeah, you backed up um, Andrew Luck. You brought in to back up Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck basically pissed on the coach and quit on them and went, you know, did whatever neckbeard people do. So he went and did all that. And then Jacoby Percent comes in and he's having a really good season. And then everybody gets hurt. And then he gets hurt. And then all of a sudden, he's not the answer. He doesn't have an opportunity to be the answer. I feel that this is the same situation that 80% of the black quarterbacks in this league. I hate to bring it up, but I will. I mean, 80% of the black quarterbacks in this league get. They get no opportunity. Carson Wentz sucks, but they'll rather give up all of these things for this guy who sucks for a guy who you already have who wants to be here who's hungry and wants to do it what's
2: the reason why nobody wants to give this guy a shot he started 30 games in the NFL i think there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that would love to have started 30 games in the NFL um you know if if we are going to go down i guess you know sp- sp- specifically let's talk jacoby situation you know the colts currently their offensive coordinator is black marcus brady and he'd be the first one to tell you that Jacoby, his injury had no impact on how poor he played in that 2019 season to close it out. And I just think that's the reality. At that position, you, you play through some nicks. You play through some bruises. Phillip Rivers appeared on the injury report every week this year with a toe injury. He looked pretty darn good late in the season. You know, Jacoby, yeah, were you hurt? Did you miss a game? Sure. Does that impact you for a month and a half to end the season when he's completing barely 50% of his passes? I think Jacoby has had a chance. Um, I don't think you go down that road for a third time. Uh, Carson Wentz, did he have a horrible 2020 season? Certainly. Did he play at an MVP level in 2017? Was he an above-average quarterback in the league in 2018, 2019? Yeah, and I think you got to look at that as well and just can't look at 2020 and act like that is the definite Carson Wentz for sure. Jacoby was thrown into a terrible situation in 2017. Not going to deny that at all, but – he was, you know, he was brought here to be a high-level backup, and then circumstances happened. He got thrusted into the starting job, and I think over 30 starts, you see what he is. Can he be a great spot starter in this league? Yes. Can he be a very, very good backup? Certainly. But if I'm going to give him the keys to my franchise, I'm not expecting a whole lot of January success with that.
1: I mean, I just feel that everybody continues to miss to misread all of that. It wasn't just his injury. Everybody was hurt. You lost Devin Funches the first play of the year. You had no tight end play. Your receivers had the most drops that a receiving core in Indy and in, in, the Colts have had in years. That's not all on your quarterback. Catch the ball. If he puts it there, your job is to catch the ball. His job is to throw it. Yeah, he has some completion issues. What other quarterback does it that still gets opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity? A black quarterback in this league gets two shots, maybe. Two shots and that's it. They don't give you a thousand opportunities to be what everybody expects you to be that you never live up to be. That's all I'm saying. You gave up on this guy when. He had nothing going for him to succeed. You put him in a failing ship and then blamed him for that ship going down.
0: That's, that's the how way of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the way of the NFL. That's actually the way of, of a lot of pro organizations at that, you know. And I'm not I'm not confirming nor denying, I'm pleading the fifth on this all. All I'm saying is, you know, I'm I'm not necessarily a fan or not of jacoby Brissett, regardless uh because it's not my team but i see both sides and i leave it at that if you can play you can play if you can't you can't end
1: Moving of the day got- it's not my team they got carson Wentz coming that's their problem
0: <laughs> but i, <laughs> and I, will I say, got
1: haskins
0: but hey. i will say frank wright and carson Wentz worked together so NBA. that's – I think, Kevin, that's where you were saying you bring this guy in. You look at – Chris Ballard's looking at Frank Wright saying, Frank, do you believe in this kid? He says yes or no because he play, You know, he coached him. I see that. That could be very good for the Colts. Jeff Saturday said it last night or this morning that he thinks that they could be a, content, a Super Bowl contender with him coming in. I'm not going to go that far, but I will say Frank Wright and Carson Wentz are a good combination. Really quick, other – colts free agencies that need to be filled kevin what do you think in the top three definites for the indianapolis colts are this offseason
2: yeah putting quarterback to the side you got to go to really important positions as well left tackle with the anthony Cassanza retirement being atop that list you know is it something you want to move quentin nelson over i don't love that to be honest with you mm. i think the uh, hall of Famer guard he's such a big part of your run game uh polling hey where know, do
0: you go to college
2: you know, uh, that's right you know <laughs> the you up there in South Bend. uh and then edge rusher uh, i think that's a huge need as well you could throw cornerback in there maybe wide out um i tend to think if you got an edge rusher you know maybe you can kind of hide what you got a corner uh but you know i know it's not maybe not the best way to look at it so i would say left tackle edge rusher we'll say corner but i don't want to lose sight of wide receiver either
0: Damon, what do you think the Colts need?
2: Um, I think they really
1: need to. Obviously, they need to address the uh, Costanzo. Uh, Costanzo. Uh, question on him: first ballot offensive lineman, Hall of Famer,
2: Anthony Costanzo. Yeah. Ooh no! I yeah. I'd be I'd be wearing the biggest Homer hat if that was the case. <laughs> great, 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 great player, underrated player, but unfortunately, no, he he never got that national attention here. No,
1: Jeff. Saturday skills. Okay, just a question. No, I think it's you need to, Nelson. Yeah. No, I think you need to address that. That has to be done first. Um, I do like putting the edge rusher on the opposite side of uh, Darius Leonard. Where you complete that, or you uh, recreate that bookend with Mathis and um, that guy. Right. <laughs> Yes, Mathis and Freeney, you create that that dynamic again. Um, I do agree that they might need to address the corner, but if you address the um, the uh, the defensive end and with your safety play, you can't cover up those corner uh, deficiencies. So I think those are things they need to do. Uh, maybe a tight end, maybe looking to tight end a little bit if you had like a uh, – like a sneaky late round or something, somebody just falls through the grabs that you just see that I just think, strikes I think, you.
0: I think Mo Alley Cox is underrated. My opinion, when he's out there on the field, he's playing. If they used them and utilized them more, I think in the Buffalo game, they possibly could have won that game. But that's just my mm-hmm. thoughts.
2: I do Outside like Moe. looking in. I do like Mo, but but I, I think they could use some other playmakers at tight end and wide out. I really like what Michael Pittman showed. In his first season, but um, I still think you just need a little bit more support, depending on you know what happens to Ty Hilton, who's a free agent.
0: Uh, sources are telling me, of course, you are my, you're one of my sources <laughs> now, <laughs> but you're not saying <laughs> this. Sources that I've heard is saying that Ty will be in Philly next year, which Ooh. I don't. I'm kind of I'm fifty fifty on that because I'm tired of seeing older veterans come in when we need. Other pieces, and for one, for two, the guy is shorter than I am, and and he's a great receiver. Don't get me wrong, but we need we need size out there.
1: Availability is the best. Or durability is the best. Availability or whatever the statement is. And he's I got injuries.
0: We're waiting on the truth.
1: Ben, do. I don't. I don't know. Is being on the field is the best way that you can help your team. And he's got a history. Durability. There you go.
0: Bingo. <laughs> I think Kevin was just waiting for you. to. He was getting it. He was like, yeah. man, what the hell is he trying to say?
1: He's I'm not gonna, one of the older receivers. Like <laughs> he's one of those older receivers that is going to find a team. And he's probably going to end up staying here for, for less money, but um, I don't really see the lore in T.Y. You know what I mean? I, I did for maybe a season, mm. season and a half, but you weren't... I didn't think you lived up to your passing of the torch from Marvin to Reggie to supposedly you. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it. You know what I mean? So if he leaves, thank you, Colts, fans. But if he, you know, stays hey yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, he had a great career. Um, I guess I'm saying in the past tense. I should say in the present tense. He, he's had a great career. Um, I don't think the quarterback this season offered a whole lot of accentuating T.Y.'s strengths. You know T.Y. wants to get vertical. He wants to get behind the defense. Now, can he still do it at a high rate? You, we can we can debate that. He had a big drop in that Minnesota game. And, and you know, I felt like just on, on the deep ball, they just weren't on the same page. And Rivers wasn't a guy that really threw it all that much. So uh, they love T.Y., though. They love him as a pro. They love how he handles his business. I don't think we should lose sight of that when you start to think about what the negotiations could look like.
0: That's true. That's true. All right. Really quick. We're meeting at the 50-yard line now for some rapid fire. I do this on our combat sports show. And I love you it. On the sp- yeah, I'm catching you on the spot. <laughs> These have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the sport, as far, especially with football that we're talking about. But rapid fire, four questions. Are you ready?
2: I'm ready. Let's go.
0: It's not as extensive as the morning, uh, the, the morning quiz that I can never get all of them right, but it's pretty <laughs> easy. Favorite food.
2: Pasta or bacon?
0: Have you ever comboed those?
2: Yes. I, ho- I hope my wife. Yes. Can't, okay. I hope my wife can't hear me, but yes.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's good.
1: Bacon makes everything, everything.
2: better. Everything.
0: <laughs> Great. Favorite music, whether that be genre, group, artist. Who you got on your playlist that you let's
2: play a lot more? A favorite song, Eminem, "Lose Yourself." Um, boy, I, I go with I know it's such a cop out. I go with really a little bit of anything. Um,
0: okay, who? What don't you like? That's, let's put it that way.
2: I'm not like a crazy country person. I like him. You know, I'm not like <laughs> buying the mega ticket and going to listen to a bunch of country music. Now, having said that, I'll go to a great concert. You know, you know, if you tell me we can throw back a few cold ones great atmosphere whatever sure but i'm not like front row at garth brooks or anything like that
0: do you, are you wearing the flannels the plaids the flannels is that you uh,
1: if yep. i need it, it <laughs> If need <if laughs> be yes yeah if i'm I, not going I I to lie co- yeah, i went to one country
0: concert it. dude one country concert and i did i wore the the checkered looking style You know, didn't have the boots on or anything. Next
1: thing, (laughs) listen, I went to I went to college in Texas, and I'm gonna give you one thing: jeans with no back pockets. All you need to know about country music. (laughs) That's it. Don't let his wife hear this one either.
2: I was gonna say. Uh, All right,
0: favorite sport? Whether actually, I need both. Favorite sport to participate in. Favorite sport to watch,
2: golf to participate in, uh, basketball to watch.
0: Okay, no, no, no more hooping for you.
2: No more hooping. I did it for a while, and I'm just like, I'm gonna suffer a big injury. So um, how
0: the hell is JMV still out there doing it if you're not? I mean, you're my right. age. Come on, man.
2: He takes steroids. Uh, well, he, he takes knee injections.
1: Aha, The truth comes out. <laughs> Hey, I've retired a long time ago, and I'm okay with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can stand still in the corner and hit a jumper like everybody from the state of Indiana can do. But you,
0: but you're not a two way player.
1: Then you're just the you one. You tell that me to player, play
2: man to man defense, and I'm like, ah, what about the two three zone?
1: <laughs> and I'm in the middle, you're right? I got you this. Exactly.
0: Last question: Favorite hobby outside of your wonderful journalistic work.
2: I do love playing golf. I, I know I just gave that answer. Um, it's a sport. It is. It's an expensive a, hobby. <laughs> yeah. I'm a diehard, as weird as it sounds, I'm a diehard Notre Dame basketball fan. Like, I like Notre Dame basketball more than I like Notre Dame football. And, again, I know it makes a lot of people be like, are you okay? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I like I'm disappointed tonight their game got canceled. Very disappointed. So, um, I got issues. Well, we could see you. What game are you watching? I got the Pacer game on.
0: Okay. So yeah. he's double, he's double dipping tonight, folks. He yeah. comes on with us and he's getting ready to put some more beautiful work out for you guys about the Pacers. <laughs> really quick. Kevin. Don't feel bad.
1: I'm watching the Philly game. Get ready to go downstairs and watch the <laughs> Pacer game.
0: <laughs> Kevin, let everybody know where they can find you and your awesome work.
2: I appreciate that. K Bowen, 1070 on Twitter. Uh, and then, as you guys have said, you know, uh, on the fans' airwaves, actually tomorrow morning and the next week and a half on the morning show from 7 to 10 a.m. And then podcast Kevin's Corner is where you can uh, check that out. Usually a weekly podcast. Go about twice a week uh, during the busy season. So thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Hey, not Thanks a for coming to hang out, man. We appreciate it. Yes, yes. So you on
0: tomorrow with Jeff or is Big Joe taking the day off? Or yep, which one I'm the Jeff,
2: day? Uh, big Joe's on vacation so I'll be back uh, next week it'll be me and Joe but uh Jeff and I to end the week all
0: right and Jeff's everything's been good with him since the the issue right
2: yeah knock on wood yeah Deal. health scare that he had last year yeah seems to be doing well and he was out Tuesday wasn't feeling great but was back in this morning
0: well you tell everybody over at 1070 the fan the great guys at BW Sports One said hi.
2: <laughs> will do, guys. Have a great night. Hey,
1: Tell Dan Kevin, to answer my damn tweets. That's what he does. <laughs> Don't run from me. Don't run, Dan.
0: <laughs> I'm not he right has, here. No, no. Kevin, man.
1: appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damon, that Yo. was a wonderful show. We will get Dan dockets on here one of these times to yeah. play the state basketball yeah. to talk to you guys because that would be an interesting discussion. And I just want that gang, that show to be the one that we talk nothing but the big game.
1: No, I'm just going to talk about <laughs> his damn forehead and his foolishness.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's all right.
1: His foolishness. But, you know what I mean? I love it. He stands by his shit. You know what I mean? He never I'm backs so down. I'm
0: confused right now.
1: What? You're on that side. <laughs> your fault. You no. You're going to cut a brother. You're going to cut a brother. You're going to cut a brother out. Cut it out.
0: Yeah, I didn't cut you when I didn't cut you when you probably thought I was going to cut you.
1: (laughs) I cut you so bad, you wish I'd not cut you so bad. All right, this is the time. It's the time.
0: She's slacking, but she's here. No shirt, she doesn't have the shirt on again.
1: You know what? I give up. I give up.
0: Oh, she's on the phone with somebody.
1: Ooh. Uh, Ooh, dad. I am, like, on the, like, phone-like, phone-like. Well, <laughs> I can
0: tell what well, yeah. she can watch your lips.
1: <laughs> well, then,
0: Damon, it has been fun as always. What do we do here at BW Sports 1 and the Dukes of football?
1: Man, we just try to keep India as sport as we possibly can. And occasionally, we pew-pew somebody. I Not hey. literally. Well, you know, Indiana is killing boys now. You know, we are kind of like eighth on the list.
0: Yeah, but we're the state of basketball. That's why we're killing people on the court. With in the our J- mouth.